0: Hi, I'm Alexa and I'm Cadence and we're something, something sinister, sinister podcast, podcast. and gonna, we're back I'm gonna cry oh my god. I'm gonna cry I am going to cry We do not even like know what we're doing but yeah what do it we do took us hands? like an hour to set up and we had to set it up all by ourselves we did it was really scary it was so sad <laughs> we didn't even get to phone a friend the friend didn't answer <laughs> piece of shit friend <laughs> friend friend
1: oh god Guys. no longer friend <laughs> That's it. You're cut out. Bye. That's all it takes. (laughs) Don't answer our phone calls. You're out. You are out. Well, guys, we are back with a special episode. Yes. Um don't don't you dare think for one second we are back weekly because we ain't got the time just yet. But we had no. time for the special release. We
0: did. And it's it's Oops. you know, the Delphi murder case, which is what we are going to talk about, is just mm-hmm. so crazy. Like there's so much going on right now with that case. Yep. And we just had to talk about it with you all. Yeah. Like We also... Well, for a few reasons, we had to talk about it. One,
1: because of major developments. And we also covered this Mm -hmm. when we um, were featured on Chiller Queen podcast. But MBI Studios reached out to us and wanted to do an interview and talk about... The new, new developments of the Delphi murders, which has even since then, yeah. more has happened. So much
0: has happened.
1: And we realized, oh, shit, we didn't actually
0: cover this on our podcast. So let's just, like, cover it. Yeah, let's <laughs> release an episode. So um, a couple of weeks ago, we did an interview with NBI Studios mm-hmm. with Bob Ruff. Um, so he is the host of True Crime Binge. And you can look up his resume. I mean, he has you know, a show on Oxygen. He has yeah. other podcasts and stuff like that. So like, I can't believe he honestly asked us to be on his podcast. We are I- so special. We're like celebrity status. I know. It was really scary.
1: I was super yeah. nervous. I was we shaking
0: were. before the podcast. And- we didn't know if we could say the F word. <laughs>
1: like, We're like, okay. We did like. Okay, so our first time meeting them, we didn't have, like, yeah. a pre-interview. Everything was no. just kind of through email. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I have questions before we
0: start. Can I cuss? Because yeah, can I say fuck? I'm going to have to really watch myself. <laughs> yeah. and or like, you're oh, going to yeah. have to do a lot of editing yeah. because, uh, yeah. But no, so, it went really well. It went really well, and it was fun. Like, he kind of acts like we do. Mm-hmm. I mean... Not the comedy aspect, but he makes things oh, yeah. lighthearted. So it's very like very conversational. Easy. Yeah, very conversational, very easy to listen to. So his episode with us, the collaboration regarding the Delphi murders, um, should be releasing anytime. Yeah, well, I think they said anytime. December
1: 12th. We're recording this on December 10th. So. We were like, yeah. oh, shit, we got to get this out. Yeah. So it, it was a lot of fun. Definitely go check them out if, uh, For sure. if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it sounds like they have like, I, wow, OK, I'm going to sound like I did not do my research. But they have like a whole network, right? No, they do. They okay. have a
0: whole network. And I mean, they talk about true crime. Yeah. That's all they talk about. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a really cool like interview conversational style podcast. So and if you watch
1: Dr. Phil. I'm telling you, Bob Ruff
0: is Mike Bear. Yeah.
1: He is Mike Bear. Yeah. I was thinking about it again on my way down, because I bring it up like last minute on the podcast. I very appropriately interrupted talking about murders to say, you know who you look like? Yeah, (laughs)
0: she really did. She always has to make a Dr. Phil joke, so.
1: Um, But no, I was thinking about it again on my way down. I was like, wow, that was Mike Bear. I think we just got punked. Yeah. (laughs) Right? He says
0: his name is Bob Ruff, but it's Mike Bear. It's Mike Bear. He works for Dr. Phil. alias
1: yeah so that's why we're doing this and also just the delphi murders that was one case that really stuck with me anyways and i felt like you i honestly didn't i don't see it popping up like you do other cases
0: literally ever even with like the newly developed shit and it was on good morning america I know. And I didn't catch that. Like like I, Nancy Grace, where the fuck are you?
1: Right? You would think she'd be all over the shit. And for Which as many she was initially, but still, like recently. For as many like true crime things that I follow on YouTube and that yeah. we follow on Instagram, you would think you would see this popping up everywhere because this has and been a don't. cold case since twenty seventeen, guys. It's been a cold February, case for 2017. a long, long time and yeah. they well, I won't spoil what we're going to tell you, but I'm just like, why isn't this popping up
0: everywhere,
1: everywhere? Really? And it's not. Yeah,
0: I know. It I mean, is it's so crazy. It's
1: relevant in the news. Like I said, Good Morning America covered it and all this, but I, I was just shocked because I, I hadn't really heard of it until we talked about it with Avery.
0: Yeah. I remember hearing about the case, but I didn't hear anything after 2017, yeah. like literally after like April or May 2017.
1: So, well, before we get started, let's just give a the people a quick yeah. update since we've been gone for a few weeks so what's yeah. new with you other than
0: you have got knocked up yeah still cooking old a news baby. now <laughs> old news now yeah that you know that's are you right. drinking yet or not, still holding not, off on that yeah holding off trying to be good you know i, I go to aa every day <laughs> no i'm just kidding just kidding shaken no uh i do crave alcohol though and it's because it, it's listen listen Linda and I do I am an alcoholic yes (laughs) no I just you know like tonight we went to dinner and I can't have a fucking margarita like I just want a margarita and I cannot have it or like there's nights where I'm like, man, I'd last a glass of wine it yeah. would sound so good. And I'm right the now. worst friend because like, I don't care. And I will yeah. still have
1: two margaritas at dinner.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she did. She did. But I deal with that, like with everybody. I mean, Thanksgiving, everyone was like getting drunk and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> but I found some non-alcoholic wine. A friend of mine helped me find it. And it actually tastes pretty good. Yeah, but do like, we really drink for the taste? I mean, it helped because okay. if you're craving like a, like a glass of wine, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it helped. And it tastes <laughs> like wine. It doesn't taste like grape juice, like other non-alcoholic yeah, wines yeah. taste like. So Interesting. I know. Well, what about great. you?
1: News with you. Well, I met a closeted gay Mormon.
0: <laughs> she did. <laughs>
1: So that's it. Let's get started on this. So basically how we're going to do this is we're going to do a quick recap of the Delphi murders just to catch everybody up who has yes. not, is not super familiar with this. Um, and I said this on the interview, but I did not use Wikipedia as a source. But we she will didn't. credit all of so our sources at the end of this episode. so proud. I tried to be professional, at least for their podcast. So Yeah, for sure.
0: So we're going right. to do the timeline, and then I'm going to go over like the newly- yeah the new events and then we're just kind of like gonna talk about yeah, it we're just, gonna talk it's gonna be a little different so hope you like it all right no drinking word
1: just drink uh along. just drink literally just <laughs> keep chugging in fact this is a chugging episode as soon as we <laughs> as soon as we're done with the disclaimer like you can't stop chugging
0: <laughs> like don't even come up for air <laughs> like, like just pass out <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. We just got someone killed.
0: All right. Our videos and podcasts are for
1: entertainment purposes. All information discussed was found on the internet. Keep in mind, we will talk all things sinister that may not be suitable for all audiences. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Boom. So into the Delphi murders. Okay. So two best friends, Abby and Libby, went missing when they were hiking on a trail in Delphi, Indiana. And I think it's Abigail and Lynn... What was Libby's full name? Elizabeth? I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, their bodies were found near the Monon High Bridge Trail, mm-hmm. February 14th, 2017. So these girls, they, let's go back to February 17th, or yeah, 13th. Wow. I've already fucked this up. So around 1.30 p.m. is when they're dropped off February 13th by a family member, Abigail Williams Liberty. That was her name. Liberty, Liberty yeah. German. Um, they're dropped off at this bridge in Delphi, uh, Indiana. It is a regular hiking spot, so this wasn't like some sketch place that their parents dropped them off at. Right. And what we know is that <laughs> Libby posted a pic of Abby walking on this bridge around two oh seven p.m. It was mm-hmm. on Snapchat, right? Right. And then a few hours later, someone came to pick them back up. No one arrived. They immediately got on, the parents immediately got on this. They were reported missing by that evening, by 5.30 p.m. Yep. And family, friends, like people began searching the area. Mm-hmm. Carroll County Sheriff's Department, Delphi Police Department, Delphi Fire Department, and the Natural Resources Department, they joined the search. So yep. everyone is like immediately getting on this, keep yep. in mind. So the search is called off before midnight. Even though the family continues to search, the sheriff says that um, doesn't believe that we are necessarily in imminent danger at the moment, but they would start back again in the morning. So February 14th, Valentine's Day, 10 a.m., they begin again. By 12.45 p.m., search crews discover their bodies about three-fourths of a mile away from the bridge where they were dropped off. So something to note about that is that three-fourths of the mile definitely, or it should have been searched the night before you That's would think not that, that w- far away
0: you would think i think the one thing that made them not search the area is because it wasn't part of this park like it right. wasn't part of the trail yes. and it was somebody's private property yeah so they're like oh well we're not gonna search there Well we're they probably had to have search. a warrant that could have played into it too legally yeah but i mean they could have just wandered on yeah. surely the people would have been like yeah fucking yeah, search go, like go we for don't it. care but i think that's probably why they Part didn't of search that area immediately uh,
1: definitely with this case a lot of conspiracies began mm. so it's just important to note that because that kind of did play into some weird like why wasn't this found it's only three right. fourths of a mile and you have all of these departments on this so that right. was kind of strange so Um, All that they're saying at this time is that the situation is not good. So February 15th is when they officially announce the identity of the girls. Police Mm -hmm. release the photo from Abby's phone of a man um, taken on the bridge at the same time the girls. um, Let's see. Oh, at the, the same time, the girls were there. So obviously, they take the picture of this guy. Yep. They, it strikes them as weird, yep. um, and the police say they need help identifying um, him. He appears to be approaching them on this bridge. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, what it showed was like a heftier man in a jacket. His hood is on, darker clothing. Um, he look appears to be white, but he does have his hood on. Blah blah blah. Yep. So it's a pretty basic person. February 16th, a search warrant is issued at the home on Bicycle Bridge Road. So this was on the home yep. that the girl's body or the property yep. um, that the girls were discovered. Right. So no evidence is found. No arrests are made. Mm-mm. At the time, this guy is basically released. There was right. something that came out later. Did you see what the family member said about them later? Right. We'll get into that. But at this time, this this guy is totally innocent. So over the next few days, hundreds of investigators join this case. Um, there's a public visitation. It's, it's beginning to become a little more. Um, hundreds
0: of tip lines
1: yes. are coming in. Like,
0: it's insane.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, February 19th, they officially call this unknown man prime suspect, February 22nd. An audio clip is taken from Libby's Mm -hmm. phone. They release this sound, and it sounds like a man saying, down the hill. And that's all that they release, even though they do kind of allude to the fact that there's a whole... There's a lot more. There's a whole lot more, but this is all that they're going to release. They start asking for people's help in identifying the voice. The man on the property... Um, They come out and say later, they didn't say this at the time, but they say later, I believe, that the... the voices don't exactly match up or did they say they did and they just didn't look into it there was something about his voice yeah there was
0: something about his voice that sounded similar that they had thought but they determined clearly that it wasn't his voice
1: yep so um, they establish a tip line through the FBI 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 announces they're utilizing about 6,000 electronic billboards Mm. in 46 states asking for information so this case um, we are now going into March they hold a press a press conference. Um, there's rewards that are being offered, and they start. They execute a search warrant at the home of Ron Logan. Mm. He is the one who owns the property where the mm. girls are found. He was named a suspect um, and was told that this is considered normal routine. Comes out later that yeah. a family member. I, I want to say it was a cousin, or was it somebody closer? I don't. I don't remember contacts. The Somebody in the police force or the FBI mm-hmm. or something and says that Ron Logan yeah. called me yep. the day the girl's bodies were found yep. and says, I need you to lie and s- give like basically for an alibi, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was super fucking sketch. Yeah, very sketch. So they are still looking into this guy. We're going to fast forward to. April 2017, so we're two months in, no suspects, despite thousands of tips, hundreds of interviews. July 2017, police released a sketch of a man considered the main subject based on the photo. And there were a few people or uh, two girls who thought they they had seen a man that day. So white man, reddish brown hair, prominent nose, goatee, cap and hooded sweater between 5'6 and 5'10". 180 to 122 pounds. Yep. There was some discrepancy as where the whether he's wearing a black jacket or a blue jacket. Blue jacket. So there's some like little things, but they're pretty set on everything else. Yep. September 2017, Indiana State Police contacted by Colorado Sheriff's Department saying Mm. that there may be a connection with Delphi to Daniel Nations. Mm. Um, He was declared a person of interest. More on that. So 2018, January, they serve a warrant to Daniel Nations for unrelated charges in Indiana. He goes to jail in February for failing to register as a sex offender. It is not related to Delphi, but he's in jail.
0: But we have a conspiracy about that.
1: But we have a conspiracy about that. So
0: April
1: 2019... 2019 sorry April 2019 we are mm-hmm. two years later yep police release a new sketch um so they it it's a different looking sketch
0: completely different man
1: and this was a sketch right that they actually had from the beginning but they yes. didn't release it yes. to begin with which was also weird very sketchy so they this was well, while they believe that the first sketch they released was the person that they were looking for there were new developments there were more people that came forward and so now they have this totally
0: new sketch yeah and this guy was like you're gonna talk about it go ahead
1: yeah so um the wit and help me to remember this there was one sketch that was strictly based on the video that libby yes and that was this one or was that the original one that they released? I think that was this one. I, that's what I thought too.
0: I think the original one was, the original sketch was the younger looking guy. Yes. But the newer sketch was the older man. Yes. Yeah. With the goatee.
1: Yes. So um, they also released what they called a longer audio clip. Mm of from the down the hill yeah um this time all it says is
0: guys down the hill yeah you hear like walking yes you hear like like the leaves the leaves yeah and then guys down the hill and
1: people are still upset by this too because they clearly like we know at this point that there is a whole video yes and we talked about this in our interview that obviously we don't want to if like they have alluded that this was a graphic scene. Right. So it's not like we want to the video of the girl screaming and crying no, and freaking out. Not at all. Or whatever, you know, graphic content that contains. But it's like there's got to be more. For sure. Um, or at least like the everyone's being super quiet about this. And we are like years Very into secretive. the case. So it's Two like years later. What is going on? Right. Um. So then April 2021, investigators look into James Chadwell II. He's arrested and accused of kidnap and assault against a minor. So he's just somebody they look into. Yep. Uh, December 2021, Indiana State Police ask for info on a social media account under Anthony Schatz. Mm. Anthony shot social media appeared to be a very attractive teenage boy, like yep. a model. Yep. I don't mean that in a weird like way. A I mean Hollister like, model. Yes, for like those a very that Hollister remember. model. Like all the teenage yeah. girls would yeah. want this little kid. Right. Um. He was the last, or this account was the last account, as far as we know, to have direct contact with Lippy. Yep. So they start looking into this, discover that Mm -hmm. it is a Finsta, a fake Instagram account. And um, so kind of where my timeline ended was February 2022. Mm -hmm. Superintendent Doug Carter says that he believes that this case will be solved before he retires in three years, which... Like obviously, we all do too. We want it to be solved. Like now, we're, we're five years into this case, right. and it seems to be like Coming a pretty, six. pretty clear cut. Ca- I mean, it it's, it doesn't seem like a case that should be this complicated. When we, we know, we, okay, and at this when point,
0: hundreds of tips, thousands of tips, and
1: they're not even releasing like maybe how the girls were murdered,
0: where their murder right.
1: weapons. So like we don't know anything yeah so that's why these new developments are just so important wildly important yeah. and then are you going to talk more about the social media account because yes. that was a pretty big oh yeah cons- part of the conspiracy for sure the
0: things for sure so we fast forward to the month of october and we hear about a man named R- the month of october of this year we hear about a man named Richard Allen, Richard Allen, Richard Allen. Well, who the fuck is Richard Allen? Mm-hmm. Well, he lived in Delphi for 16 years. Um, he actually lived in a home half a mile from the Delphi Middle School where the girls went to school. Um, and his home is also only two and a half miles from this Monon High Bridge Trail where the girls were found and where they were last seen. Um, this man also has zero criminal history, like literally CVS. Yeah. Works at fucking CVS as a pharmacy technician, like literally had like a parking ticket or a speeding ticket, like no criminal history whatsoever. He's been married to this woman named Kathy. Kathy is a well-known respected veterinarian in the city of Delphi. Um, and he has a 28 year old daughter. Brittany um, at the time well today she's 28 but at the time she would have been 23 years old you know again like no criminal history has a daughter 23 years old at the time he's a pharmacy technician and uh, you know it's it's key to understand <laughs> sorry my dog is drinking his water in the background very very aggressively <laughs> um, and it, it's really important to understand that the daughter Brittany and his wife Kathy have Mm -hmm. zero involvement in any of this. So how, like how in the world did they even come up with this man, Richard Allen? Right. Well, they decide to say, or decide to look at Kathy's social media accounts. Right. And of course they're just looking at any suspect possible because they're desperate at this time. I mean, we are now five years into the investigation and we don't have anybody. So, They're looking at her social media and they see that there's many videos of Richard Allen on her social media, including one where he's sitting in the passenger seat of the car with a blue jacket on. And the blue jacket is very similar to the jacket of the suspect that was wearing a very similar jacket in the Snapchat video from the girls. Yeah. Didn't they even like analyze his walk? Yes. They analyze his walk
1: from one of her videos. And they were like. Yeah. See him
0: walk. yeah, there was another video posted where he was walking in their backyard. Yeah. And they analyzed the walk of him in that video with the walk of the suspect in the video from the day that the girls went missing. So it's it's just it's crazy. You know, they're connecting like the social media posts and stuff and I don't think anything like really warranted them to look at him yet at this time. They they were just trying to look at anybody that was in the area that could have been in the area during this time. Yeah. And so they see that and they're like, "Wow, that's kind of a coincidence. And I think it came from the public. Like, I think that was like one of the tips. Yeah. It came from the public. Well,
1: I don't want to jump the timeline. But they did interview him in the beginning.
0: Oh, I know. In the I'm be- going to get there. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So Libby's grandmother, another thing too, which was just kind of weird and like how he's connected to this case. Libby's grandmother said that Richard Allen was also the one that printed off the pictures that were used at the girl's funeral. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And Richard Allen didn't charge her for the pictures. So it's like, was he just being a nice guy or is he truly guilty? And I think we're going to talk a lot about like his guilt, like what we think too. Yeah. What's also weird about this case and like why he's connected and whether or not he's guilty or not is when he was arrested. And we're going to talk about that. But the day of the announcement of the arrest, which was on Halloween, they automatically scheduled the pre-trial conference and the trial date. So that's like unheard of. They normally will only do that if they have like specific evidence that is connecting him to this case. But again, like we don't know what those connections are right. at this time. I mean, now we have the probable cause document which we're going to get into, but at this time, October 31st, like we didn't know anything. We didn't know if there was DNA, we didn't know yeah. like literally again, anything it's all that being was connecting kept from the
1: public. 100 percent. which again we talked about this in our interview but it's like i do see like i I totally understand that there are things that the public does not need to know anything and i do think that trouble comes from internet sleuths like i really do it's why we don't investigate and we just do storytelling because right um like you see these people that like demonize like innocent people For or sure. they get it wrong or For they sure. get too involved and they they throw out they they overload these systems that are yeah. already understaffed and yeah. um so or under i don't want to say underprepared but like they they deal with all of these other cases yeah. like this isn't just like their only thing that they're dealing with so i totally get it but this was a weird case because there was so much not shared and Everything it was, was cold not case yeah. so it's like okay Maybe the first couple months, but then a year goes by, then two years go by, and it's like Jesus, like give us something, like give. Literally, if you don't have time, that's where like awesome people, uh, these like private investigators, and honestly, there's so many people even in the podcasting and YouTube space that like this is what they do. They look into this and they do it very, very well. Right. They help to solve cold case or or just even produce further developments. In fact, there's one podcast that I watch that definitely led them to some good leads and some new evidence and so i don't think it's always a bad thing that no. people that the public gets involved
0: not it's always not a bad thing at all i mean i i 100 understand where where they were coming from and the direction that they were coming from but come on it's been five years it's right. like we need something we need to know why you are arresting this man richard allen yeah And I mean, automatically scheduling his trial for March of 2023, which is just fucking wild. Like to announce that he that his trial is scheduled the day that you are announcing his arrest. So, you know, we talked about him working at CVS. What I also found was at the CVS, you know, he would walk past multiple sketches of the suspect. That were posted at CVS. One and to
1: which one of the. Now that we can say this, one of these sketches
0: does look like him. Does resemble him? Resemble him? Yes, one hundred percent. Lots of similarities. And so he was walking past these every single day at work. There was one on the front door of CVS, and since he was a pharmacy technician, there was one on the glass where he was helping customers. You think
1: people like made jokes with him? Like oh.
0: nobody, oh. nobody says that they ever made a connection that it was richard allen that's crazy. nobody ever called in and said that so october 13th i'm gonna go back because we were just talking about halloween october 13th two weeks prior to the arrest So this is in 2022 this year okay the police searched the home of Richard and Kathy Allen. Uh, they were obviously escorted out of the home through the entire search. Um, they sat in the driveway for the first couple of hours, and then Kathy left. She's like, "I'm leaving. Like this is too stressful." Yeah. Richard stayed in the driveway. Um, a tow truck pulled up and took his car. Uh, They also, and this is all hearsay by the neighbors, like the neighbors were watching the entire time. So we'll talk about the court documents, what the court documents say here in a little bit. Um, But this is all from the neighbors. So the neighbors saw the car get towed. They saw um, the detectives were digging near the shed, which is by a fire pit. Um, Officers took some items out of the home, including two large bundles of dark colored dark cl- color oh my gosh I can't talk you good? dark dark colored cloth or clothing <laughs> good lord <laughs> um a shoebox, stack of books and a Macy's bag full of stuff so the neighbors couldn't see what exactly okay. it was the two areas in the backyard by the shed that they were digging up were very very small areas I mean it said that like it wasn't like a hole like they didn't use a shovel to dig it was almost like they were taking a soil sample so to me when i think of a soil sample i'm thinking of a decomposing like body yeah because you can you can take a soil sample if there have if there has ever been a decomposing body and the soil's going to test for the decomposure of yeah, the body. Right. But the bodies weren't found there. So I thought that was very, very strange. Yeah, that is that weird. The holes that they dug were like tiny, like soil but, sample I
1: mean the tiny. New, like they like for people who take trophies. Right. And again, at this point we don't know anything about the crime scene and what the state of the bodies were in.
0: So it's like,
1: maybe he did take something. He
0: could have. So the neighbors watched the entire property being searched for 12 hours. I mean, some of the neighbors had binoculars. Like, they were like, I would have been the neighbor. I would have been on the. Yeah, like right in the street with fucking popcorn and like watching the whole thing.
1: So I. Did I ever tell you like I had binoculars? Um, and with my previous, and we could see neighbors out our back porch, and we lived next to vacation rentals. Oh yes, and like I sometimes, like this. parties yeah. would get like wild and wild. crazy, and so yes. we'd just sit out on our back deck and be like, "Hmm." And so what? they're playing Dungeons and Dragons this evening. <laughs> like that's creepy. I know that's like probably that's not so funny. Something I should yeah, admit. Yeah, you're
0: like a peeping tom to the public. You're going to get arrested kansas city police department look out for this oh that was definitely in branson but yeah or there (laughs) um so at this time you know he's obviously arrested they have probable cause they've taken stuff from his home um and he is asking the court to either reduce his bail drop his bail or just release him because he's saying that the prosecutors don't have enough evidence against him to prove that he is guilty of the murders of Abby and Libby. Um, And just so everyone knows he's currently being held on zero bond like no bond at all. Hmm. So there's no way he's getting out period. And we'll talk a lot about the evidence How does that
1: happen if so if you are held on zero bond, doesn't that kind of imply that you are a hundred percent guilty? You would think, like that means like you, you got are a danger to the shit. public,
0: and we are not letting you out. Wow, I didn't right. realize. I didn't know that part. Yeah, no bond. So we're gonna talk about a man named Keegan Anthony Klein just for a little bit because it plays in the timeline of this time in October. Yeah. Cadence mentioned that he had a fake social media account under the name of Anthony Schatz. And he was using this account to solicit underage girls with nude photos. Um, So detectives kind of thought that this could be a connection to the case. Um, It was determined to not be connected to the girls, but it's and it was proven that Klein does not have anything to do with the disappearance. Or the murder of the girls. But I will say this because I didn't mention this earlier. Mm -hmm. It did
1: play into one of the conspiracies of the two different um, drawings. Uh, The sketches. sketches, The sketches. Because they were like, well, maybe there were multiple people involved. Yes. And there was the conspiracy that this Instagram account could be a pedophile ring of sorts. Right. That you know, maybe this was like a frequent spot for these people to pick up these girls. Maybe there were two people. Like there was this whole thing.
0: Yeah. There was a whole investigation around him because they thought how, how odd could it have been that he was the last account to have communicated, communicate with the girls. Well, Libby for example, prior to her death or disappearance. Yeah. Um, And, you know, a whole like conspiracy around that too, which we'll talk about whenever we get into the discussion. It's just, it's a very, very sick situation. All around. All around. And just FYI, Keegan Klein's trial is set for January 18th, 2023. And again, it's for like being a pedophile, I mean, having yeah. many photos and videos of girls and soliciting underage girls for sexual yeah. and he fully videos admitted and to having.
1: Instagram and
0: yeah he like zero guilt zero remorse I think you were saying like he said oh you get it like you understand to like the detective like there you know what I mean there was an interview of him from
1: jail I was telling Alex about and it was just slimy like he was sitting there and I hate like a a habit that I tried to break myself of is when like a uh, it's not like a tick but it's it's kind of like people say like, Mm
0: -hmm. like,
1: like, 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 like like an anxious or, you know, Mm -hmm. and during his interview, he, they asked him why, uh, so why did you create this account then? Right. And instead of just saying, um, I'm a pedophile pedophile, (laughs) or instead of saying I was soliciting underage sex, he said, well, you know, I just got bored and, um, was trying to get attention and I'm, I, I hated the fact that he threw in the, you know, because if yeah. I were the interviewer, I would have been like, actually, I don't know. Yeah. I'm because not I'm a not a pedophile. pedophile. So, no, I don't know. I understand the words you're saying because I understand English. But, yeah. like, I don't know. No. I like, don't, you don't. I'm, yeah. You know. don't create finstas t- because you're bored. To talk to underage girls. For sex and, like, ask for photos and whatever right. else. And he did say, he's like, I have... I had no intention of meeting up with these girls. I never met up with them. It was more just like an online fantasy thing. Yeah, for like
0: my pleasure, whatever. you know, whatever. It's but disgusting. Still, so gross.
1: But yeah, very like casual about it. At least in that interview, that's how he came off. Oh, like, he didn't Ugh.
0: care. There was zero remorse whatsoever for what, what he did to those poor girls. But um, so going back to Richard Allen, um, everyone, even his neighbors that knew him were shocked. That he was arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, they said he was okay. a nice guy. Neighbors said the same thing. Like they were shocked whenever they saw the detectives get there. And like you know they're taking out all of this evidence. Um, his coworkers said the same thing. Uh, nobody saw any red flags whatsoever. Um, his wife and his mother are still standing by his side. Um, they are present at every court appearance. His daughter, Brittany, has not been involved and will not talk to the media at all. Um, and at this time, everyone had deleted their social media. Um, his wife, Kathy, still, or she did create a new mm-hmm. social media account. But what I had seen was it wasn't actually her of what i read about it wasn't actually her it was someone else portraying to be her mm. like pretending that they were her but who knows yeah um i mean if that were me I, there's no way i could be on social media like yeah like what there
1: uh, as much as like i very yeah. much enjoy social media but there's involved no in something way. like this like there's nothing on my social media that is worth keeping Absolutely if you not. are if you are even like, remotely involved in something like this, yeah. I would have my presence stripped from the Internet.
0: 100%. So fast forward to November 29th, just two weeks ago. Um, the judge on the case ordered the release of the probable cause affidavit. Um and let me back up. The beginning of November, like November 2nd or 3rd, the original judge on the case recused himself from the from the case, which I thought was very interesting. But I later found out, I don't know for sure if this is true. I just read about it, that he had health conditions and hmm. the stress of the case was getting to him. So the new judge came in November 29th, ordered the release of the probable cause affidavit. So... What happened was, was the defense, Richard Allen's defense said, we need to release something that shows that he's innocent, which is because rare that, very, a, de- that a defense was like, no, we want that. We want to release. It's this usually the prosecutors
1: who are like, no, release it. Yes. And both parties were like, release it. Yes. Because one party thought this will prove his innocence and the other one thought it proves it was prove it his, proved his guilt. guilt. Yes. So it's mind blowing what. Yes, the document said, and that the defense was like, "Yeah, release it, release it." I read through those, and I was like, "Why? Right? Yeah. Why would you this want these released?" Does release? not help you whatsoever. No. So,
0: um, the document is full of great information about probable cause, and specifically stated that Richard Allen was on the Monon Hybrids Trail between one thirty and three thirty p.m. on February thirteenth, twenty seventeen. He it, was there. He was there. To put it clearly, he was he there. He was there. And he admits to being there. And I'll tell you exactly what he says. Yep. The document also states that he was seen directing the girls to go down the hill. Down the hill, three key words. Down the hill. So the document also has witness testimonies as well, including the two girls that initially came forward. um, Or the three girls that initially came forward. Mm -hmm. Part of the probable cause is so fucking terrifying to be honest, but it says quoted, "The video recovered from the victim from victim 2's phone shows victim 1 walking southeast on Monon High Bridge while a, while a male subject wearing a dark jacket and jeans walks behind her. As the male subject approaches victim 1 and 2, one of the victims mentions gun." Near the end of the video, a male is seen and head and heard telling the girls, guys, down the hill. The girls then began proceed down the hill and the video ends. So as Cadence was talking about earlier, they gave us a little snippet of the video, mm-hmm. right? And it said down the hill. Yep. Then two years later, they released that it says, Guys, down the hill. Well now the probable cause document says in the video the girls say A gun gun gun, gun. Exactly. and you can see them in the video proceeding down the hill after he says guys down the hill yes it's fucking terrifying well and we're not even to we're not even done the worst no the document also says that the deaths are ruled as homicides and that the clothes of the victims were found in the deer creek. A 40 caliber round was also found less than two feet from the victims' bodies. So technically in between the girls' bodies. Mm-hmm. Three witnesses said that they saw Richard Allen that day and described him as being creepy and said uh, one of the girls said that she said hi to him, but he just glared back and looked like he was on a mission. Didn't say anything back to her. This witness also took pictures of him that day on the trail between 1243 p.m. and 126 on the Freedom Bridge. So, again, proof that he was there, even though he already said that he was, but proof. Yep. Another witness said that she saw she was walking away from the bridge when she saw a male in a blue colored jacket and blue jeans who was muddy and bloody. She thought that he had gotten into a fight. And it's key to note that all of these different witness testimonies say that a man was wearing a blue jacket and blue jeans.
1: And one of them even said hooded, I believe. And the other one was like... I believe his face was covered. Yes. He, he might have had a hood. But it was all consistent like it was with all a blue jacket consistent. and
0: blue jeans.
1: Like the description of all of them, even down to his behavior. Yes. That he glared, that he, I, I forget the other word that someone used, but it was something synonymous with aggressive. It yes. was something that were like, um, uh, basically like not in the mood to talk back. Yeah, I didn't look back at the me. The muddy and bloody. It's terrifying. It's that's and too, you like you are in the woods. Yeah. Um by the water. Someone brought that up, like, you know, he could have been down there, he could have fallen, he could have gotten in a fight, like wasn't the most clean cut looking man. But like Mm. hello is that not like the biggest fucking trigger is like like, down to the description and red flag like and we have a picture of the man who we can only suspect and keep in mind too like the police do know that this video is very important and that they they just are stressing that these girls took this video because they had to have known they were in danger at one point Right. right off the bat they labeled Libby, like a hero, right. for her bravery. Yes, in because having. Because if th- she
0: didn't take to, this video, like we have nothing, have anything, to we'd go have off nothing
1: of. to go on. Literally, these girls nothing. had to have known they were in danger. The police fully suspected terrified. that. That's why they started filming. Yes, it's because they knew they were in danger, and so yes. these girls knew that this was an aggressive man or that whatever. So now, not All only are witnesses. we getting like physical like similarities, but also behavioral similarities. 100%. So uh, reading these documents like blew my mind. Yeah.
0: So Richard Allen clearly was on the trail that day. And he confirmed this back in an interview back in 2017. 2017. Guys, he was interviewed. Interviewed back in 2017. And in the interview, what he says quoted or it says in the document. Mr. Allen was on the trail between 13.30 and 15.30, so one thirty and 3.30 in the afternoon. He parked at the old Farm Bureau building and walked to the new Freedom Bridge. While at the Freedom Bridge, he saw three females. He noted one was taller and had brown or black hair. He did not remember the description, nor did he speak with them, he walked from the Freedom Bridge to the High Bridge. He did not see anybody, although he stated he was watching a stock ticker on his phone as he walked as he walked. He stated there were vehicles parked at the high bridge trailhead, however, he did not pay attention to any of them. He did not take any photos or videos. So this is very important to what he said because here, fast forward to this year, when he's arrested, his story completely changes. October 13th, 2022, he was interviewed again by investigators, and he advised he was on the trail on February 13th, 2017. He stated he saw juvenile girls on the trails east of the the Freedom Bridge and that he went to the Monon High Bridge. Richard Allen further stated he went out onto the Monon High Bridge to watch fish. So in the prior interview, Mm -hmm. he was watching stocks on his phone. Now he's watching fish. Later in a statement, he said he walked out to the first platform on the bridge. Never said that previously. He also stated he parked his car on the side of an old building, which was consistent he told the investigators that he was wearing blue jeans and a blue or black Carhartt jacket with a hood. He advised he may have been wearing some type of head covering as well. He further claimed he saw no one else except for the juvenile girls he saw east of the Freedom Bridge. And he told investigators at this time that he owns firearms and that they are at his house. So, guys, all the other basically, witnesses are telling you, we saw this man. This is what he looks like. He's in the video. He's in the video. We saw him, and he is confirming that it's him Then the video. Like, or I
1: shouldn't say FBI. Whoever it was, whatever department or bureau it was, has found similarities in his voice, has yep. found similarities in his walk, Yep. and we have witnessed. And, and this man is basically saying... I was wearing that, I was there, I remember the girls, but buddy, it wasn't me. Right. What the fuck? Then this is the biggest
0: coincidence. Yes. And says that he has guns, which we're going to talk about even more here in a second. It
1: it angers me.
0: Oh, angers
1: me so much. This whole thing, this whole, this is a 12-page document, you should absolutely read it. You should. And it is... The whole time, I had like my jaw dropped as I oh, was yeah, reading. Oh yeah, you it. were like, I was like, w- what? How how is this man not liter- in like How does he li- not think that he's guilty? And how could his defense say release this? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they did. Oh, for but sure. I was just like, what? Are you yeah. gonna talk about the car thing? The car, yeah. similar. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So October thirteenth, back to the search warrant. The search warrant was executed, and again, previously that was all hearsay of what the neighbors saw being taken out of the home. Well, now in the document. Um, It stated that a 40 caliber pistol was taken. A blue Carhartt jacket was also taken. And the lab later determined that the unspent round that was located two feet between the victim's bodies had been cycled through Richard Allen's gun. Now... Like, come on! For those of you that don't know what an unspent round is, that means you are shooting your gun and you didn't hit anything. So the literally the bullet hit the ground in between the two girls' body. No, the bodies were placed there afterwards. If that does not connect him to this case. I don't know what does. So it it was confirmed it was his gun. It was confirmed it was his gun. It was confirmed that the the bullet bullet came came from from his gun. Yes. And he stated on October 26th in another interview, because he went in voluntarily October 26th to talk to the detectives. He wasn't arrested on the 13th when the search warrant happened. October 26th went in and said, yes, it was his gun. And he would never let anybody else use his gun or touch his gun. But he didn't have an explanation as to why the bullet matched that of his gun. And he denied any involvement. For those of you that don't know a lot about guns. When a bullet goes through, when a bullet is fired from a gun, Mm -hmm. significant markings are marked on that bullet. The uh it's and, like a fingerprint yeah, of mm-hmm. a person. Yeah, it's all it's all different. Every bullet is going to be different based off of that gun. I mean, the gun could be dirty. It could be clean. It could be new. It could be old. It, they all have these different signatures. So whenever you're watching Dateline or forensic files and they connect that's how a gun to a bullet, this is how they're able to do this. So he's trying to say that he's he's denied any involvement but he would never give his gun out, and he would be the only one that would fire his gun. Also, to add to this, one of the
1: interviews that I watched, um, there was a
0: woman who was part of the... Ugh,
1: Inno- she yes. was in the Innocence Project, which yes. I will say this. I believe in the Innocence Project. 100%. I think it needs to exist. I think people are wrongly convicted, and it really, really fucking sucks. All the sucks. And there was a case where a man spent 30 years on death row because of one of these analysis that was wrong. So was I'm not wrong. saying... That it doesn't happen. But the statistic is Mm. that there's a less than 1% chance that these are inaccurate. Less Less than than 1%. 1%.
0: And
1: I'm sorry. You can burn me at the stake for saying this. But I think that it's better to be safe than sorry 100% and listen I know that that can really bite bite you in the ass if you're the one that's on death row for 30 years and you get your life stripped away oh like, I can't
0: even imagine I can't
1: imagine I I feel horrible for those people I think that that is awful and I think everybody who put them in there should be held accountable right. Absolutely. But, guys, it's still a less than 1% chance right. that that is the case. Right. And it's not like this is the only evidence mm. we have. Right. If that's your only evidence, I'd be Ooh. like, okay, look into it. No. We have a fucking list. Yes. And this was just kind of like the nail in the coffin.
0: I think it was the nail in the coffin. If the gun doesn't connect him to the murders, then I don't know what does. You know, the evidence that was gathered... <laughs> Is tremendous, you know, and it essentially concluded that Richard Allen was indeed the suspect on the video who forced the girls down the hill. They also believe that he was the suspect seen by all of the witnesses as the descriptions matched. The document also says that he was the one that murdered the two girls. The document also says that the investigator believes Richard Allen was not seen on the trail after 2.13 p.m. because he was in the woods with the two victims. Mm -hmm. That unspent 40 caliber round uh, between the bodies of victim one and victim two was forensically determined to have been cycled through Richard Allen's gun. That gun was found at Richard Allen's residence and he admitted to owning it. Investigators were able to determine that he had owned it since 2001. So it was an older pistol. Mm-hmm. Also, he stated he did not. It's so weird that it doesn't at the same time. Yeah. Also stated that he um, had not been on the property where the unspent round was found and that he did not know the property owner. He, did, he also said that he had no explanation as to why um, an uncycled round through his firearm would be at that location so let's play devil's advocate here just a little bit you're walking on the trail for two hours yeah going for a walk maybe it was a nice checking fish stocks day, watching whatever. fish. yeah checking your socks watching your fish you're carrying a gun 40 caliber gun because that's what you did you carried a gun all the time did he admit to having the gun on him during that walk it doesn't say okay in the I document. I don't remember that either. It doesn't say, but I'm just speculating Right, because right, it right. Hit, something, I mean, happened. Yeah, someone had those bullets out there. Right. So let's say you felt threatened. Yep. He feels threatened. Pulls this gun out and decides to shoot near near the area where two girls. Yeah. Were at. Yeah. And miraculously, your bullet is laying in between two bodies. Yeah. Two dead, innocent girls' bodies. Yeah. That's your story? That's your defense? Like, I'm just trying to think about the reality of that situation.
1: I would (sighs) think his story, again, devil's advocate here, I would think his story would be more along the lines of... I frequent that trail a lot. Maybe the bullet was there from a previous day that he had shot randomly into the woods. I'm Could just saying, or,
0: and that, the, yeah, but miraculously but still, in it's between still the girl's like, body yeah, that's, bodies? I, I, I don't believe for
1: one second he's innocent. I'll just say that. Absolutely I don't think this not. is, an, I think that. Every single piece of evidence points against him. Yes. And I, I mean, I let the courts do their job. Let people do their jobs. Absolutely. But we're we here to speculate. And I just I was mm. angered reading these court documents because I couldn't angered. believe one. It was infuriating to me that they had interviewed this man from the beginning. He admitted Back to being there. He had had admitted to being there. Match the fucking same sketch. time. He matched the descriptions of people who had. Seen him on the Called trail. Called in. Hundreds of tips. And no search warrant or like nothing was performed. Not until I think 2022. That's, I think that's the most infuriating part of all of it is, yeah. you know, you're trying. You're they begged. They begged. Begged. The public. The public. The for whole any, fucking world. The, and that's why one of the reasons they released that audio clip was if this sounds like anybody, you know, like we're begging blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but the least you could have like. You had a very small amount of people that were on that trail mm. at that time yeah. that that you knew of. I'm not saying there weren't more people there that day, but like you had witnesses say, okay, well, I did see this guy. Then you had another witness. Oh, I did see this guy. And you didn't just run with that. Right. Like nothing. You didn't look right. into him. I mean, you interviewed him and that was it. And he said, yeah, I was there. Yeah, I owned guns. Yeah, I was on that bridge yeah, at that time. Yeah, I was time. wearing
0: a blue jacket and, like, and dark okay, jeans. Okay,
1: great. Thanks for your time. We'll yeah. let you know.
0: Yeah. Like what, what, what made them literally nothing? I mean, they, they clearly, and here's what pisses me off. They clearly had the bullet because the whole time, the whole time, because they found the girl's body. I'm assuming naked because their clothes were found in the Creek. creek. Mm -hmm. And you know, the one thing to note here that we did not get from the probable cause document was DNA evidence which I was quite surprised that we did not hear anything or read anything about DNA evidence. But I do remember in an interview, it was a press conference of some sort from one of the detectives that said that they had DNA evidence. But I'm curious as to why it wasn't considered in the probable cause document, period. Because if there is DNA evidence and if there is evidence of that bullet matching the gun that's a nail on the coffin i mean he is done and another thing that we don't we still don't know of is how the girls were murdered we can only speculate now that a gun is involved because you hear in the video the girls say gun yeah they see the gun and they say it in
1: the video well and running with your theory of the bodies
0: were moved there would be yes. DNA evidence on those bodies. There would be DNA evidence on those bodies. So there would be DNA evidence on the the ground. On the bullet too, unless he loaded the gun with gloves on because you have to touch the bullets to get them in your gun. We're also talking about the woods, like where there're not like
1: footprints or Right, he was muddy muddy that was it where are his shoes i mean the guy's
0: not that smart or he didn't think that he was going to get caught because he didn't get rid of the fucking jacket or the gun and he he walked out he walked out of that trail covered in mud and blood and he went in willingly to talk on october 26th there's just so many so wild
1: It's wild. And again, it's not you don't want to like point the finger and be like, why didn't you guys do your job? Like, why didn't
0: you do your job? Why did this? And and unfortunately, five years when you had the bullet for five years. And, you know, find everybody in the city, start with everybody in the city that has a registered 40 caliber. That was the other thing is it wasn't an illegal
1: gun. I remember somebody talking about that. It was registered. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like the first thing you could have done is looked up the gun. And yeah. found who who owns this type of gun, and yes. you could have started there. And they didn't do that. They didn't do it. And I, that's where it's like it's hard. It's hard as somebody from the public, or even like you know, even people like above us, people mm-hmm. who are investigators or just like really know the stuff, to sit back and like not point the finger. And because <sighs> it's it, there was it, there just appears to be so many missed holes. missed so opportunities. Many and I mean, and unfortunately this the girls were found 24 hours later dead it's not like they could have been saved it's not like this was evidence that saved them but i mean this was a free man
0: for five years and
1: and he's five and a half years so i mean it just it's infuriating it's It's so so sad it's so sad for these families yes and it's it's such i mean if this is a case of negligence on all and there's so many departments involved so many departments so many many people involved in this it's like how did this happen was like was part of this covered up or was part of this just like not handled correctly and so it fucked up everything else but like it just blew my mind that they had all of this information from the beginning Yep. and just revisited it later yeah literally essentially essentially
0: that's what they did that's what they did so so Fast forward to December 2nd, just a couple of days ago, a week ago, the, the judge issued a gag order preventing anybody involved in the case from speaking publicly. So yep. parties involved, counsel, law enforcement, court personnel, coroners, family members, et cetera, they are not allowed to speak publicly about this case at all. Um, but keep in mind that if you do violate a gag order, you could be fined or jailed. Um, And this is to remain in effect until January 13th, 2023. And then the judge will decide if the gag order will still need to be remained or not. Um, Yesterday, his defense, Richard Allen's defense, requested additional money and resources to sort through other tips to prove his innocence. So again, this is a continued... Like, there's so much continued information that keeps coming out from this case. It's just, it's wild to me. What's also wild to me is that the judge took three days to issue a gag order. A lot of information can be released in three days, especially a high-profile case. And guess what? Nobody talked. Hmm. Nobody talked. There are no interviews with the family. You know, I mean, other than saying, like, we're glad that, you know, the probable cause document, you know, came out. But there's nothing new Hmm. that we don't know about from this document. I'm just, I'm shocked about it all. I'm so. Maybe the judge did that strategically because he, like,
1: wants people to know. He wants people to talk. Maybe. I mean. Because nobody else has fucking talked.
0: Nobody else has talked.
1: (laughs) I I don't know I oh the other thing that I was gonna bring up about the car
0: yeah oh yeah I didn't
1: was bring that in that was another in piece the where people remember there being they described it as either like a small car. A possible PT Cruiser or a smart car. So they we're talking, they were all in agreement that it was some sort of small mm-hmm. car. Yeah. Which is what Richard, he drove some sort of small Ford. It was I like say it was a like Ford a Fo- Focus. Focus mm-hmm. Something along those lines that was small. And one lady did note. and correct me if i'm getting this wrong that the car was parked very oddly for the space yes because it was pulled in in a way that you could not see it was like backed and blacked uh, against the the building
0: yeah backed in against the building and he did say that's where he parked that's where he parked and so he backed in so that way you couldn't see the license plate on the back of the car yeah and it's like that was another thing that was like
1: Huh, if I that's mean that not doesn't sketchy, like it's sketch. I mean yeah. that's suspicious. And I don't know what
0: is. And, like, and there's so many parking spots. It was the spots. only other car, right? Yeah. And there are so many parking spots at the normal high bridge trail parking area. And he didn't park there. He parked yeah. at an abandoned building.
1: Yeah. Backed in. Yeah. And again that's obviously not like evidence that you murdered two girls but you're fucking guilty that you're yeah yeah, that this is very that you're hiding that this is suspicious that it's it's out of the ordinary and you're also the only fucking person yeah like yeah that's
0: it yeah I don't know. It was very upsetting. Another thing, so kind of jumping into the conspiracy theory thing. um, So I don't know if you heard this as well, but I had heard that the detectives and law enforcement, everyone's being very hush-hush about this case because Richard Allen would pretend that he was a police officer. And so... He posed as a, I don't know if this is true, obviously, but he would pose as a police officer. And so it's speculated that he told the girls that he was a police officer. And that's why this case is so hush hush, because apparently there were other girls saying that a man would like on the trail would go to them saying that he was a police officer. What? Yes. Also, and he has what, no
1: like former experience no. as a police officer. No. he
0: was a pharmacy technician. I was right. Yeah. Another thing to note too is That's a lot scary. of the times police officers carry a gun with a 40 caliber size bullet. 40 calibers are fairly larger bullets than like a nine millimeter, like a twenty two. And that's normally like you find those bullets in a cop gun. Forty caliber. Oh. And so that kinda goes direct with that theory about him posing or pretending to be a police officer to get the girls to do what he wanted them to do. Yeah. Because I mean I wanna look this up because I'll that, have to find it. Yeah. It was on Reddit. I love going down oh, the Reddit hole. My but God. like Yeah. And then I also I heard something kind of similar to another like on another um I think it was a YouTube video that I listened to a couple of weeks ago and they were talking about it too. Um But it's just posing crazy. as a police officer. Yeah, saying that he's a police officer. So like I wonder if there's. I mean, it makes sense. Like he didn't say like. He like to me, a normal predator. Why would he say guys down the hill? Like to me, that's like an authoritative approach. It is. It's yeah. like it's very direct. You're gonna do exactly what I want you to do. And and it sounds.
1: It, I don't want to say it sounds calm, but authoritative is a good word. Yeah, it's very much like guys. Down the hill. hill.
0: And so to me, it's like, okay, the girls, maybe he did tell them, like, I'm a police officer. I Mm. need to talk to you about something. Guys, down the hill. And they saw a gun. Because they said gun. So it's like... What the fuck? Well, it just makes you
1: wonder what else is in that video. I just am not convinced. No. That that that's it. And I'm not talking about the graphic stuff. Nobody wants to hear that. No. That's awful. Just before. What made her pull out her phone? Something had to tell, like something said, record this. Yes. And maybe she didn't catch that on the recording. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that is it. But the fact that they were sketchy about it from the mm. beginning and they only released down the hill and then they're like, now it's guys down the hill and they never released the gun part. Never. The gun part has not been released. Until this document. The document says it. Yes. But it makes you wonder what else they said, what else he said that they're not yeah. releasing. And again, I... I don't want to like do a bunch of conspiracy on something that's very real and it's very sad and it's, Mm. but it does make you fucking question it because it's like, you guys have been so sketch about releasing these audio clips, everything about a man that you interviewed from day one and didn't look into Yes. From day one. He literally has a registered gun that
0: matches that the matches bullet. the bullet that you it found me, the day that you found the girls yeah it makes me wonder if there was like an error in the ballistics test like with the bullet or something you know what i mean where they're like oh it's actually this kind of gun and then they did it again and they're like oh no it's his gun the SIG Sauer model p226 like you know it makes you wonder like what yeah, was what it happened? that took five years yeah. Because we still don't know. We can only speculate. Yeah. Was it a DNA, like, error? Like, is there something that, you know... I
1: honestly uh, hope there is a reasonable explanation. I do, too. I hope so, too. I
0: hope that
1: when we go through these trials, that, like, there is a reasonable explanation. Because it would make
0: sense for all the other potential suspects that they brought forward. I mean, Keegan Klein and all the other people, like... That would make sense. Like there was an error of some sort and some Mm -hmm. sort of the evidence testing that made them think, oh, we we don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even with like
1: the guy on the property, like they looked into him. They served him a warrant. Instantly. He had some suspicious. I got hair in my eye. He had some suspicious behavior. Yeah. Where he was asking supposedly asking for an alibi. I don't know if that was ever proven. I didn't him see asking if for it the family member.
0: Yeah. Um
1: but asking for an alibi like they looked into him. Yeah. They served him a warrant. Yeah. So why not I don't know. I'm just hoping that there is absolutely a reasonable explanation because otherwise right. it is fucking negligent 100%. It's so sad. But so when what what's the next step? Like when's the next shit taking place? January I mean, is that what you yeah. said. Yeah,
0: January is when Oh, uh, what did they say? Um, the 13th. The bench... Uh, January... No, that's for the gag order. Yeah. Yeah, January 13th is for the gag order. But um, the pre-trial... Oh, I didn't date the pre-trial court date. But the trial is planned in March. Gotcha. So, wow, March. But in order... So here, like... The trial, they're going to bring forth all of the evidence. Yeah. Yeah. All of it.
1: Good. They have to. Yeah, they have to. And I, again, like, I wonder what the defense is thinking was for wanting to release these documents. Like, I don't know. Were they wanting to go with the um, like Innocence the,
0: Project route? I think what like, they Like, release are, it. We're, we're going to show you that you're wrong. He had to have told them, like, my bullet, the only reason why my bullet was there is because, like you said, oh, I was shooting at a squirrel one day or, you know, whatever. And it just miraculously is in the middle of these two girls body bodies but like even
1: then even, even then, then the defense like, wasn't like
0: oh mm, um, we probably shouldn't release that let's just that. leave that part out but like no they were like they were adamant about it no they wanted to release this document to prove his innocence and to me it did the complete opposite y- oh for sure and i'm not being biased at all i mean this man he like people respected him he was a good man apparently nobody ever thought nobody saw any red flags so it's like so kind of where I was when I read these because when even
1: none of this had come out like I said when we had done our NBI interview and honestly even when we did that it had been months and months and months since I had like last read up on this case so like a lot of the details weren't Super familiar with me. I was kind of in charge of like just reading off the timeline, like in this episode. And so yeah. I didn't really have, if anything, I was like, we should look into the social media guy because, yeah. like, that's the sketchy, like, that's disgusting. Yeah. And he is a pedophile and he is in prison and he did admit to talking to Libby. Yeah. Well, and didn't fully admit, but he had talked to her. He
0: had talked to her. Well, first he said that he didn't talk to her because apparently that account was it's like shared. It's a shared account and people would buy into it where they could also see these videos and pictures and talk to these young girls as well. Yeah. But then it came to light. No, he was the one yeah. that accessed the account at that time who talked to Libby. Yeah. But point
1: being when Alexa was like, I'm going to send you Ugh. these 12 pages and I read them. Yeah. I don't want to say I went in completely non biased but I, I just read it, it just open-mindedly. And the whole time I was reading, I was like, Holy shit. It was Richard Allen. Yes. Holy shit.
0: There was not one time in my mind, uh, reading I read the I document, where it. I'm like, okay, no, it's not him. No, it's not him. No, it's not him.
1: It's it's him. Even taking it back to the sketches and like yeah. looking at the sketches compared to him, I'm like, holy, holy shit. shit. Oh my God. How did yeah. this not...
0: And the sketches being at his fucking work. People are refilling their fucking lisinopril or whatever. <laughs> And here he is giving you the medicine, and there is the sketch, like, right? Maybe it's all the Lexapro I'm on, but uh,
1: yeah. that looks a lot like you, buddy. I am. <laughs> Nobody just said shocked.
0: anything. Nobody said anything. Oh, Nobody connected my God. the
1: dots. It makes me think of uh, what was it? Wasn't Gucci? Who was the designer that was shot and killed? Oh. uh... They did a whole, like, Netflix miniseries yes. on it. Versace. Versace. Yeah. Gianni and Versace. And how that guy, even back in those yes. days, like, he was on the run because everybody recognized him. Instantly. Everybody was giving Instantly. him shit. Yeah. The motel he was staying in was like, hey, that's you. Like, mm-hmm. like, and so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, pay attention to wanted posters, y'all, on the backs of milk cartons because I, I just don't. And again, maybe it's it's a matter of like this, these people all know each other and he, again, yeah. he's a respected man in society. You wouldn't think to like kind of do a double take. Yeah. But I I cannot wait to see what comes to this. I hope justice is served. And guys, at the end of the day, yes. I know the courts are going to do their due justice, just like we said, like yeah. these tests, there is a less than 1% chance. Right. But... You know, it's kind of like birth control. It's not a hundred percent proof.
0: Ninety nine. You would
1: know that of all people. Well, let's not get <laughs> into
0: my story.
1: <laughs> but okay, but actually, birth control for for Innocence Project lady and people right, who right. might have an issue with what I said about better safe than sorry. Think of it like birth control. For real, birth control is ninety nine percent effective. Some are a little less. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't sit back and say, well, we shouldn't use it then because it's only 99% effective.
0: Exactly. No,
1: you'd be like, gonna, fuck yeah, that's nearly 100. That's yeah, nearly that's 100. So it's the closest thing we can get to perfection. Nothing, I, I mean, yeah. N- I, I'm just like, I, I just can't believe someone would use that argument of like, well, it couldn't be him because there's a less than 1% chance that this is...
0: Wrong. Yeah, it's like actually. I mean, but science is never one hundred percent. Exactly. There's always an anomaly.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. And again, I keep going into all these metaphors. Birth control was one. Here's another one. Like even, <laughs> it, because it's infuriating. I know. And like words, I know. It is. words and science matter. Words and, and science matter. The thing is, is like people who want like a hundred percent guarantee. It's like literally. The only thing in life that's guaranteed is death. Like nothing else is guaranteed. <laughs>
0: that's true. Okay,
1: another metaphor. That wasn't the one I wanted to use. So <laughs> the word waterproof. So when I worked in retail, mm. we were not legally, yeah, legally allowed to say waterproof, waterproof. because they're yeah. like, the nothing water is resistant. waterproof it's water resistant yeah. and you can get sued yeah because what's gonna happen is someone's gonna take this 500 hundred dollar bag home and then yes. dump shit on it and they're gonna say why is it stained i thought it was yep. waterproof yeah so it's it's things like that that it's like oh mm-hmm. my god we are seriously gonna debate on a less than one percent um, chance semantics. when we have yeah. this whole other list it's like Okay, sure. Less than 1% chance. What about everything else?
0: Yes. (laughs) I know. What about everything else? But we need that everything else. The only thing that we have from the document that connects him specifically is the blue Carhartt jacket and the gun. That's it. That's all in the witness statements. And him
1: admitting he was there at that time on that bridge. Saying that he
0: was there at that time going in the same direction In the same direction, seeing the girls. I mean, he didn't say Libby and Abby, but he said he saw the juveniles. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, I mean, it just blows my mind. It blows my mind. To me, the gun is what ties him to the case. Period. Mm-hmm. And if those girls died of being shot, some way, shape, or form, then that well, and that if is anything, it. that's all they need. And
1: if anything, okay, let's say in some real fucked up crazy world Mm. he didn't do it then are you not responsible I mean I don't know a lot about guns but then are you not responsible for what comes in and out of your gun 100% let's say he
0: let's say he shot towards the girls to scare them or let's but he didn't kill him yeah you're still involved, yeah, I, some I mean, way, shape, or form. Like that's what attempted we can't, murder. What we
1: can't get past is it's still his gun and his bullet. So then it's like, okay, sir, you then explain connected. this. Like you had to be he involved says somehow. He doesn't know how.
0: How I don't know how my bullet got there in between their bodies. Then I don't it's don't like, have, okay, I don't have an explanation so for it. That's where I
1: kind of switch into guilty until proven innocent because that's know. that's some fucked up that's a huge coincidence. Huge Way coincidence. too big of a coincidence yes. for me.
0: Yes. And it makes you wonder, okay, back to the conspiracy, and we're like ranting at this point. So yeah. you can so shut Sorry. It off. But this is what it's we do just whenever we talk about cases. And it's been so long since we've done an episode, so we're like making up for all the weeks yeah. we've missed. So Let's say there are two people involved okay. because there are two sketches. Yep. Richard Allen looks like Richard Allen. Yeah. Another man who looks like a younger man, maybe in his early mm-hmm. 20s. Let's say Richard Allen did fire the gun towards the girls to scare the girls and hold the girls, guys, down the hill. Followed the girls down the hill. Man, two came out. And he actually killed the girls. Yeah, maybe. Either way, you're still
1: involved. What about a polygraph? I know those aren't 100% accurate. Those aren't. But I would be really, oh. really curious what would come from a polygraph from oh this guy. Oh, my
0: God. I mean, but I tr- I think polygraphs are accurate. I mean, they have proven so They're many so close. Different cases. It's just like what you said, like a 99% chance. Yeah.
1: I would love a polygraph on this. On this guy? Yeah. Yeah. On Richard Allen. I wonder if he... But then there's ways would. around a polygraph to where if there are people, like if someone's like, did you kill these girls? But then it's like your case yeah. or your, yeah. your example of like, yeah. well, maybe someone else actually did the actual murder. It's still attempted murder because you, you can get around the but you could get around a polygraph by like, no, because, because no, I, I didn't, didn't do it. Him. But I still think something would trigger inside of you that yeah, would but make you so they nervous would ask, Did answering. you shoot your gun
0: on February 13th? Did you 13th? witness
1: these girls getting murdered?
0: Yeah. Or did you shoot your gun on February 13th at the hybrid Trail between one thirty and 3.30 p- p.m.? Yes. Mm, I would die. I would love that. Yeah. Do they still do that in court, polygraphs? Um, I think only if it's agreed upon on both mm. parties. But it's very, very rare. It's very rare to get like the defense to agree upon that. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're ranting. But mm. guys,
1: there's so much speculation and so much crazy. Please, like, yeah. Leave your comments, message us. We wanna know what you think. We yeah. wanna know what your conspiracy about the whole thing is. Yeah. And honestly, like listen, there's you guys are way smarter than we are. We get told <laughs> all the time how fucking dumb we are. So um like if there if you if you have a good explanation as to like why this whole gun theory like maybe is, like maybe we should, shouldn't be so like dead set on that, then please, mm. like tell us. I'm just saying from a public's perspective, yeah, he's guilty. And tell
0: us also why he was bloody and, and muddy. muddy too. Muddy and bloody. Muddy and bloody. New merch coming twenty twenty three. Muddy and bloody. On blue car hearts.
1: god that's a terrible joke i didn't make we basically didn't make a joke this whole episode so like let
0: me have my joke that was it that was it. (laughs) good job all right we're signing off so as always stay sinister. sinister bye